You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take 
listening to African Perspective, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe. It simply means, so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done, and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured a libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. 
report its libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted, and we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family, Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi. Hotep family, hope you are well today. We're going to have a good day and a good weekend. Hoping, too, you'll get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping weather, hoping the weather will be accommodating. And then, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, because today is fall. Today marks the first day of fall, I believe. 
and um, yeah, you could turn off the air. <laughs> Save one on the electric bill. Man, I tell you. But you know, of course, uh, being here in, the, in Atlanta, <coughs> or in the southeast there, and this is September, there's still more warm days, maybe even more warm, humid days ahead. But hey, whatever you can enjoy, whatever you can enjoy, enjoy it. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. You cannot listen to this program live, brothers and sisters. You can go to our archives at Time for an Awakening. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother, Brother Kwaku. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening. Well, this program, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in all times we're going to give our Eastern times and time for an awakening. This evening at 8 p.m. with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard, time for an awakening at 8 p.m. And then on Sunday at 7 p.m., 7 p.m. with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard, time for an awakening. Uh, yeah, we, we're still going to try to get some more folks, you know, if you, if you think about you want to do a radio program, I mean, you're sincere, you know, let me know. Yeah, let me know. We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is webuyblack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses. Webuyblack.com. Africa for the Africans, Brother Romani Tahimba is ready to take a group of our people back to the motherland. He's going in November. November 16th through the 27th, going to Tanzania. And then December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azenia. March 29th to April 9th, Liberia. July 11th through July 23rd, 2024, Ghana. December 2nd, Excuse me, November 21st to December 2nd, Kemet. And then December 24th to January 4th, 2025, Azenia. It's the same date uh, this year, uh, this month upcoming, December 24th, 2023 to January 4th, 2024. And then December 24th. 2024 to January 4th, 2025. And April 1st to April 11th, 2025, Senegal and Gambia. Brothers and sisters, go to Africa for the Africans. Everything you need is right there. All the the paperwork that you may need, uh, shots and visas and so forth, all information. Of course, if you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans dot org. Habasha. Habasha Incorporated Brothers and Sisters. Habasha stands for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. And of course the uh, Harvest Festival coming up in Ghana. That's going to be October next month, October 14th. And um, other projects. Go to the website, Habasha incorporated.org and see for yourself the great work that the brothers and sisters are doing 
with Habershaw here in Atlanta, with Habershaw Works, Black Tar Roots, Sustainable Seas, Golden Growers, and Urban Green Jobs, to the Kashi Project in Ghana, which was unveiled last year, October. So This call may be recorded or yeah. transcribed. So it's important that you, you know, if you, I have, hey, I, let me say this. If you can afford to get to Africa, go. Get to Ghana, get to Tanzania, get to Kenya, whatever. Go. And first, go online to um, Africa for the Africans because that he'll have the, the paperwork that you may need and all other information that you may need. But check it out. All right. Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. The Ledge Group deals in the four areas of, of human existence, of human necessity, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. It has 12 projects in six different countries and over 170 employees and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, become a member of the Ledge Group. Abibi Atumi. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I-B-B-A-T-U-M-I-B-A-T-U-M-I-B-A-T-U-M-I-B-A-T-U-M-I-B-A-T-U-M-I-B-A-T-U-M-I-B-A-T-U-
right across the street from So Vegetarian, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, right there. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, Mama Nia has a fine selection of postcards, greeting cards, books, uh, gift certificates, figurines, T-shirts, and so much more. Contact her at 404-346-3263, 404-346-3263. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Black Dot Cultural and Gifts Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia that is east of here. Jump on I-20. I-20 going east. Exit number 74. Make a left. Now you're going north on Main Street in Lithonia. And about a little over a mile on the left will be the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. My good brother, Gazindia Jambu. Give him a call at 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. There is light in the black dot. Jump back on that street again, and now this time, head south. And when you get to I-20, make a a left to go east again. And the next exit, exit 75, exit 75, Turner Hill Road. Make a right, three lights, make another right. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market family. Us lifting us. The Economic Development Cooperative for Our People in the Spirit of Ujamaa. Last night they had their Thursday night broadcast from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU. Us lifting us. The program Dare to Win. And every Thursday night from 9 to 10. You can call to listen or give to quest or give questions, comments, or concerns at 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting us, the economic development cooperative for, for our people. Also, too, let me put this on on Fridays. Um, disaster awareness for community preparedness is on Blog Talk Radio as well. With my good brother, Brother Yosef Muhammad. And that's from 4 to 6 p.m. today. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time today. Uh, on Blog Talk Radio. The number is 563-999-3089. That's 563-999-3089. Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Brother Yusuf Muhammad. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abija's got it going on, man, I'm telling you. He's open from Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Tuesday through Sunday. And uh, give him a call. He has, he'll has he have what you need, <laughs> even as a vegan restaurant on the premises. Give him a call at 478-256-1166, 478-256-1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop, Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess Sense. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, Booth 225. Brothers and sisters, give my good sister, Shelly Amonset, a call at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay Dash Haiti and my sister, Gibhael Aurelia, who's been doing yeoman's work in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. Beautiful children. Go online to sanjay-haiti.org Sanjay S-O-N 
J-E dash Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org, Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. Baba Baruti and Mama Aya, you know, they, uh, <coughs> they at the school and it's ongoing. The classes are now. If you want to make a contribution, you can make a contribution to Ackerman Institute at the P.O. Box 10786, Atlanta, Georgia 30310. Or you can use PayPal or Cash App. PayPal, Yah, Baruti at Yahoo. Cash App, dollar sign, Yah, the letter M, and then Baruti at Cash App to make donations. You're welcome. If you want some of the books that Baba Baruti, who's a prolific writer, and his new book, Higher Ground, go to akabinhouse.com. Akabinhouse.com. Higher Ground course, Baba Baruti, every uh, Wednesday in the month of August, starting August, August, <laughs> excuse me, family, every Wednesday in the month of October, October 4th through the 25th, 7.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. 7.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. The cost of the course is $60 for Warriors and $35 for Warriors in Training. Higher ground, the course. Yes. And of course, you know what to do. Make your $60 donation and $35 in Warriors in Training via PayPal, Yabruti at Yahoo, or Cash App. Dollar sign Yabruti. Include information, higher ground course. Your name and your email address so you can receive the link. Covering your own helm, you can every Wednesday from seven thirty to nine. Exciting news: Baba Rudy will offer online weekend our history, African history course for fourth through twelfth graders, open to mature third graders as well. On Sundays, ten a.m. to noon Eastern time, from ten a.m. to twelve noon Eastern time starting October 1st. Next week, that's right, next, not tomorrow, I mean, not this Saturday, of course, but the following week, October 1st. That's right. For more information, please contact Yah, Yah, Mama Yah. And of course, you know her email address is Yahbaruti at Yahoo, but you can contact her at 404-753-7237. 404-753-7237. I'm excited to, to announce that Baba Rudy will be my guest November, Monday, November 13th. We are looking forward to it. We are looking forward to it for sure. We haven't had Baba Rudy on in a while. We're supposed to have had him on. And uh, he informed us that, uh, you know, he has, he has some ailments too, family, unfortunately. Back. And we all do. We're getting up there in age, and things uh, happen. And, but we got to guard our health. You know that's right. Got to guard our health, brothers and sisters. The Inyasasim, the Inyasasim of daily revolutionary thought. September twenty-first. Courage is the fruit of a decision made in the heart. African proverb. What kind of decision must be made in the heart of those Africans who recognize their duty to liberate African spirits, minds, bodies 
from the crushing evil genius of Euro supremacy. What kind of courage would such a decision generate? Which of us is ready, willing, and able to assume responsibility for making a courageously act on such a decision? Are you? Are you? Courage requires commitment, and commitment requires commitment. Without courage, there is little success. Without these heartfelt decisions, warriors nor their ideas, they have sworn to uphold, realize fulfillment. In their absence, victorious dreams remain merely distracted, unfulfilled fantasies without hope. If we are to win, we must commit to commit to be courageous, affirm, I am ready, willing, and able. I say, I am ready, willing, and able. I say. September 22nd. When a man thinks one thing and says another, he cuts himself off from himself. He breaks the sacred unity in reflection of cosmic unity, creating discourse in him and all around him. Having a fundamental moral deficit, Europeans make for the best liars because from birth they are socialized in the arts of manipulation and circumventation. As children, they are allowed to disagree with adults as if they are adults. They, therefore, receive extensive practice in in these arts in their efforts to get what they want from adults who hold the financial and political keys to their temporary happiness. They are forced to learn to lie better in order to assure they win arguments with wiser and more experienced liars. In becoming initiated into the European collective, they become liar, master liars, while they are still but children. And this is no accident. It is an intentional part of their child-rearing agenda designed to produce offspring like themselves. Their children are raised to fight with them in preparation for fighting all others. Aggression is inbred. Affirm, I know that lies are heard. Affirm, I know that lies are heard. They're liars. (laughs) September 23rd. Miseducation is the process by which field niggers are converted into house niggers. (laughs) Yeah. Glory of peace. For African students, Higher Eurocentric education promotes alienation from self, family, community, and nation. To become successful within the Western academic setting, they must become something other than themselves. For most of us, in order to become assimilated into the white world, we must give up some of the whatever African remains in us. And the further we move into their world, the more of us have to surrender more of us we have to surrender this applies not only to those of us following that unnatural path but also to those of us dying to be on it so sad is the African who has completely made him or herself over into a European yet remains ignored many an African student has fallen from ancestral grace into an abyss still outside whiteness though his rigorous betrayal is self 
Eurocentric higher education promotes an absolute isolation of African students from our community by spiritually, psychologically, and emotionally uprooting them. This enables, <clears throat> excuse me, this enables near total mind control. That's right, total mind control. Modeling the command of the pimp over the prostitute. This enables this enables near total mind control. Modeling the command of the pimp over the prostitute. The crackers, the pimp, and we the hoe. However, to unwittingly our students, the experience that introduced them to a, a delusional world of power and recognition. However, to the unwitting, odd students, the experience introduces them to a delusional world of power and recognition. Elitism is strongly, although subtly, promoted. Elitism. Contact, if any, with the inferiors, outsiders, or the locals is solely for the purpose of intellectual challenge and scientific exploitation. Affirm, I am highly educated African in our world. Affirm, I am a highly educated African in the African world. I say, brothers and sisters, in Yasasim, of daily revolutionary thought. Ah, family, how is everybody doing? It's the weekend, living for the weekend. I should have played that with the OJs. I'm going to play something else, though, at the break. <laughs> I'll get that in along with uh, Johnny Kemp's Just Got Paid. I play those, usually play those two together on a Friday, Friday night. Yeah. But talk today about culture, African culture. Brothers and sisters, this is not African culture that we live in. We live in European culture total domination of European culture. There's some of us, a sister, uh, send me Olatunji Village, a good friend, Sister uh, Ozara Ode, beautiful sister. She sent me uh, the piece on the Olatunji Village. The Olatunji Village in South Carolina, Kioba, who, uh, they were, you know, she asked me did I know about it, and I was, you know, I stated yes. I knew quite a, you know, I've known about it for a long time, and, and I know there's, you know, they they were really big about twenty something years ago, you know. Now they just just do their thing. People come to visit, and they do the, you know, show the people the culture and so forth, and how important African culture is. But at at our festival, African World Festival in Milwaukee, the Oba would come. Uh, to the African festival and Brother Teju, who is a Yoruba, you know, he's an Ifa, he would build a village, put the African mask up. Oh, man, it's just beautiful. Yeah, African World Festival. He would he would come to visit African World Festival. In fact, a couple times, uh, Queen Mother Moore was at African World Festival. We had a great festival. We had, we should have it again, but it is what it is. But, you know, even though they're there in South Carolina, here in America, I'm not sure if they pay. I believe that they probably would pay taxes. 
the land that they have so they have to generate funds and so forth and whatever water is used and on so forth, electricity is used and so forth you know but there it is in South Carolina the Olatunji village please visit if you have an opportunity uh, because African culture is everything for us as Africans just like European culture is everything for Europeans. It is their culture. You remember I read to you what a number of times what Lord Macaulay of Britain said upon going into Africa. He said their strong culture. Now if I can destroy that and impose my culture, I got them. I got them. Culture is everything. This is a piece uh, that I got on Facebook for Dr. Wade Nobles. Sent to me by my good brother, Brother Teju. So I'm giving his ass credit. So he's been talking that smack. <laughs> Teju, the storyteller. Man, if you are on Facebook, you should follow Teju, Tejumala Olaboni. Teju, the storyteller. Always good stuff. But um, there's a piece here on Dr. Wade Nobles. Uh, many years ago, before I ever had a chance to meet Dr. Wade Nobles, uh, I used to hear a quote by Dr. Wade Nobles. And I just thought it was just definitive. The, the, the definitive quote is power. Power. And, and, and we, we talk about power, but what is power? Power is not, let me tell you what power is not. Power is not politics. Power is not education and information. Power is not voting. Power is not money. Power is none of those things. If the money that you have is controlled by people outside of you, you have no real power. They can change it. They can change it. They can change it from the paper money you have to a card. It's happening, isn't it? You go to some places, no, we only accept cards. We don't deal in any change. We don't deal in any money. <laughs> That's like that at, uh, at the Hawks game or at the Phillips Arena. It's not Phillips. It's State Farm Arena. Whatever. Yeah. Some places they, they don't accept. No real power. Education. Education and information. If it's flawed and accurate, and it is, especially now, they don't want to, especially now in many states and probably be for uh, many other states, will not want to teach you your history. Don't They don't want to let others know your history and your history taught by us not the negroes not a history that makes caucasians comfortable every time i say that it reminds me of hearing um conda sleaza conda sleaza rice talk about the white children who will feel bad, bad about the, knowing the history, the ugly history of their people. 
the ugly things that they have done. Didn't say shit about us. Man, I tell you, you know, power. So then what is power? Power family is this. And to me, once again, it's the most definitive. Power is the ability to define reality. Power is the ability to define reality, to shape it and fashion it in your image and in your interests. That's what power is. But of course, in his definition, he further states, Power is the ability to define reality. Then have others accept your definition as if it's their own. And that's what Europeans have done. Europeans defined reality. They made others accept that definition as if it's their own. I often say that we need to ask ourselves questions. And one question specifically is who are we in their reality? First, we were the soulless people. No culture to speak of. Justifying our captivity. But you understand something, family. This is a later contact. Initial contacts with Caucasians or Europeans, they sat at our feet to learn. They sat at the feet of African people to learn when they were the Greeks who came into Africa. They sat at our feet of African people. Yeah. That's who they are. Yeah. To define reality, then have others accept your definition as if it's their own. We were the soulless people. No culture to speak of very primitive. So they imposed their reality on us. The question now we need to ask is who are we today? Who are we now? We're thugs, drug addicts, drug dealers, no fit fathers, no fit mothers. In the ghetto. Man, you know what family? I'm going to tell you this. As I travel around, our condition is worse and getting worse. It really is. That's why they build prisons. That's why here in this here in this city, here in Atlanta, the prisons are so full. They're talking about sending prisoners out of state. Well, of course, when you send a prisoner out of state, you got to send money. That's why they want to build better prisons or bigger prisons here. The United Snakes, which is the military arm of European Caucasian extremism, racism, and privilege, better known as white supremacy, is the military arm of what they have military bases around the world. Not one has a military base here. Not one. Not one country, not one African country has a military base in America. Shit, they still have a military base in Cuba, Guantanamo Bay. That's how arrogant 
and bad the cracker thing he is. <sighs> yeah. The military arm of white supremacy. All of this is about culture, family. You, I just read to you the Inyasa Sim. Their culture has taught them to lie. They are the great prevaricators. This is Brother Wade Knowles. Technically, culture is the vast structure of behaviors, ideas, attitudes, values, habits, beliefs, customs, language, rituals, ceremonies, practices, particularly to a particular group of people, which provides them with a general design for living and patterns uh, for interpreting reality. Culture is it. Culture is the foundation. That's why you need to read Urugu. Dr. Marimba Ani, my good sister, Mama Marimba Ani's great work. Urugu, an African-centered critique of European cultural thought and behavior looking at them. The system of culture teaches the people to recognize phenomenon and to respect certain logical relationships amongst phenomenon. Culture gives meaning to reality. As such, culture has the power to compel behavior and the capacity to reinforce ideas and beliefs about human functioning including issues of educational achievement and motivation. As such, culture is the invisible medium in which all human functioning occurs. It is important to note, in fact, that nothing human happens outside of culture. Dr. Wade Nobles. Coming from the book, Infusion of African and American African Content in school curriculum. The infusion of African and American African content, a question of content and intent. Dr. Wade Nobles. Man, yeah. Culture. Give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We're talking about the importance of African culture. It's by it's by which we do everything. The reason we behave the way we behave, act the way we act, and we parody, we parody them. We parody our Europeans and our behavior and the things that we do. And we don't and we just don't do it here. We do it in the Caribbean. We do it in other parts of the world in the diaspora. And we do it on the continent. We do it on the continent. Hundreds of years. Because we've been fragmented. We've been divided. And unfortunately, we have to undo that. But those to undo that, those of us who bring this information to us must 
also be exemplary. We can't say one thing and do another. There should be no contradiction. Everything that is done, the way you present yourself, the way, I ain't saying you got to wear African clothes all the time, African garb all the time. But I'm saying how you present yourself, the things that you say, no, it's a definite no. Acknowledge of this is a man, this is a woman who believes in themselves. They're not trying to imitate anybody. They believe in themselves. And they believe in each other. <laughs> Family, it, this is so, so deep and so important that uh, we recognize this and more importantly, act on this. To act on this. African culture. Yeah. We, we need that. I'm going to take some, some calls. If, if, uh, we got some folks here. If you want to get in, uh, give me a call at 215-490-9832. There's something in the queue and you know what to do. Hit star twice. Hit star twice if you want to. 443, 443. Good afternoon. Oh, good, good afternoon, Baba Oshi. Hey, my brother. Are you back uh, in, the, in, in B-Town? In B-More? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm back here for the, for the rest of the month. And I go, I take off and go to Kansas City. But, brother, look, um, what we're talking about today, culture, is one of the, is one of the, the, the elements that brother Dr. Henry Clark stated. Uh, we need three things. Was it history, culture, and land? Am I correct mm -hmm. with that? Yes, land, history, and culture. Yes, yes. you are correct. Land, history, and culture. But the one thing that removed culture more than anything else that I can think of right now, as I'm as I'm as I'm thinking, is is the myth of integration. And let me let me let me really emphasize the sure. word myth, because there's the, 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 there was no such thing as integration. Integration. There was an attempt. There wasn't even an attempt to integrate because in racism, white supremacy, which re which 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 works which works automatically once they put it in place. Integration doesn't. It, it'll never. It'll never happen. They say it's the worst thing that ever happened to us. It didn't happen. It, it didn't happen. <laughs> it, 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 You're it, right. It didn't happen. It was a false was sense of assim, It was a false sense of assimilation. It didn't happen. And and not only it that. Let's be real. Parent. Not only that. That, that's really what it was, a false sense of assimilation, because integration really means that you have what you have, I have what I have, we bring it together, we integrate it. Now, out of respect for you and your, and your respect for me, what we have together, we move on from that point, okay? And, and so, in, in essence, we didn't bring anything based upon the cracker. We didn't bring nothing to the table. There wasn't nothing to integrate. You ain't got nothing. Everything you got, I gave you. You ain't got, so we ain't integrating. It's just a a form of a false assimilation into that's what correct. I got, into my world. You know, and that's really what it is. It was. <laughs> it was. It was a charade. <laughs> it was a charade. Right. And it still is. Mm -hmm. It still is. We are. We're acting as if we're moving 
forward. We're in the 21st century. We're we're but we're still celebrating. I like I uh, I think I may have mentioned in Kenya, they're celebrating the fact that they have a school that has an Afrocentric curriculum mm-hmm. in Africa. In Africa. There's, what is schools have an African-centered <laughs> curriculum in Africa? But the schools, but see, because the schools are European, they're, some some of them are Catholic, some of them are Lutheran, yeah. Methodist, and that bull. See, so they're European. Oh, and that begs to ask the question: If you weren't teaching a Afrocentric curriculum before, what were you teaching? You were teaching. Urugu's curriculum. Exactly. You're correct. The Catholic spelled backwards is European white man. Everybody knows that. So mm-hmm. the reality is, Baba Oki, this uh this attack on culture, because these are culture vultures. Yes. Uh, anything that that yes. we do that appears to make money, that's not say like, because white people don't give a doggone about liking. They, they have they have one God and one God only, mm-hmm. and that's capitalism. Yep. That's capitalism. If you, if you go with it, even their patriotism is wrapped in their capitalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything they do, from their their love to their to their marriages to their businesses, uh, to all that patriotism is wrapped in their capitalism. And when you start, if you jump into that with them, you are right, Dion. Dion. You are right, <laughs> Shannon Sharp. Yeah. You are right, yeah. Charles Barkley. You, you, because you in the capitalism with us, yeah, bro. That's but right. But if you don't believe in the capitalism, in the dollar, and the money, then you become an enemy of the state. Yeah. Now we can't control you because we have nothing to control you with. Right. What do you mean you're you're black? You can't be black, African. You're American. No, even American is, I just said patriotism is wrapped up in, in capitalism. So can I be can I be an African? Yeah, but you can't be an African here. You can't. What you, what you, what you wearing them dashikis for? What do you, what do you learn another? What do you learn in Swahili for? Mm-hmm. Don't nobody speak Swahili. What are you learning that? You can't even spell Swahili. <laughs> That's because you never taught me who I am, where right. I'm from. Who I belong right. to? Because what, I, what is my purpose here? Because go ahead. Because to the European, you're nothing. Everything that you Correct. have is nothing. All your traditions, Correct. all your customs, Correct. are nothing. They're primitive. They're no count. You must embrace what I bring you, what I'm doing for you. See, this is what a lot of times we just don't understand. And of course, and, and and when you buy into it, then you you shun the things that are African. You're embarrassed. You hate it. You don't want to be confronted with it. You want to be like the Caucasian. You know. You want to look like. I mean, th- let's be real. You know, they had they had hundreds of years of putting a serious mind. And and, and this it, listen, this is not from the beginning of time, mind you. This situation no. is only. About four, about four, five hundred years. Four, five hundred years. That's right. Because prior to that, that's right. We were the stuff. They came and sat at our that's feet. Right. They twice, twice we, twice we helped right. them crackers. We helped them when they came uh, into Kemet. 
and sat at our feet to learn science and math and architecture and so forth and so on. And then they came as conquerors with Alexander the so-called great and they put their face on it. They drew stuff right. in the temples and whitewashed. That's why even today, that's, right. that's why even today there's still some uh, 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 archaeologists, anthropologists and scientists and historians that still want to put a white face. Look at uh, what's his name? Uh, Dr. Hawass. His ass up in Kemet used to be charge of the humanities. He he kept saying, no, Kemet was not African. It's not, yes, it's African, but it's not black. It's not black. That don't even make sense. That it don't even make sense. It don't. You know, because the that people who are because the people who are there now, the people who are ruling now, the people when you go to a mall and you see a, 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 a store in the mall that sells ancient Egyptian artifacts and and cartouches and and clothing and so forth, they they're Arabs. They're the latecomers. Those are the ones that came late. OK, that's who they are, you know. And so but yet they dominate. And so even further so when we taught them then then again we taught them again when islam spread across north africa the africans of melanated africans moved up into spain and portugal and for 700 years for 700 years it was the only light that was happening in europe while europe was in a medieval or dark age up until the time of charlemagne and martel and so forth when they kicked the Moors out, they also kicked up the Sephardic Jews out of Spain, Portugal. And of course, at that moment, they said, we may war amongst ourselves, and they do, because they are very warring people. That conflict and war is, is what they do. And but we're gonna come together on everybody outside of us. We're gonna we're gonna travel. It, it's the age of enlightenment. <laughs> well, you know, I loved history. And so when I was a kid, I learned about the Renaissance, the Renaissance of man. And, and of course, it was all Caucasians, but I, my, my mind at that time was not African-centered. And so I thought it was man. I mean, me too. If these white folks did it, that means all of us, you know, yeah. because that's how they want to put it. Because yeah. they, they're universal. You know, they're universal. Yeah. See? <laughs> No, you no, you're saying things because we we have never been taught our true history. Uh, we we've had religion stuffed down our throats. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the the true religion of the black man, uh, Islam, right. and but uh, Jesus saves, and you can repent, kill thirteen people, say ten hail marys, and you are. Right. You know what I mean? Put right. a put a cross, put a Bible, put a Bible in your back window of your car, and you'll be good. You know, all mm -hmm. these things, and that, it doesn't have to make sense. It just has to. Right. You and just have me. to believe. And believe just, me, it doesn't believe. make sense. Yeah. But, brother, you got to believe in something. Why not believe in me? Don't <laughs> do it for yourself. Do it for me. God told me to tell you, Baba Oshi, huh? Because your, your number was busy when he called. Yeah. So he called <laughs> me and told me to tell you. Come on now. Yeah. Stay with me. Told me to tell you. Wait a minute, hold on. I got a dance light on my Bentley. Hold on. Oh, it went off. Okay. The, 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 the Bible, God told me to tell you. <laughs> we, we, yeah, so the point I'm making is, the point I'm making is culture, land, and history. Think about what you don't have as a black person. You don't have no land. You don't have no culture. 
You don't have no history. That's right. You got the history I gave you. Yes. So think about it. Those yes. are the things that you don't yes. have. No, yes. brother. This is this. I want to let somebody else get on. Brother okay. Oshie, I love you. I'll, I'm going to stay on and I'm going to listen. Thank oh, you, my please brother. Please do, man. Thank you, my brother. Uh, brother yes, Irv, my, my main man, he <laughs> sits in for me, man. And we, we tag team y'all. We love it. <laughs> we love it. Oh, brothers and sisters, it's uh, 12. I'm going to come back. So you stay on, family. There's a number of you on the queue. We stay on. I'm coming back after this break, and uh, we'll have more conversation. We're talking about culture, the importance of African culture, and why we are in the state that we're in. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network, on timeforanawakening.com, and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. The Crusaders, Joe Sample, yeah, Wayne Henderson, Felter, and Sachs, man, beautiful. I love the Crusaders. Had a chance to see them a couple of times back in the day. Yeah, um, okay. What we're going to do? I got, I got a nice piece there as it relates to culture that I want to lay on us because one of the things that we um, must understand about culture is that it has so many things connected to it because it's how people are. It's what they are about. It's what they do. It's who they are. It's what they believe. You know? And as African people, the concept of a messiah or a prophet does not fundamentally exist in Africa. And here's why. With return to ancestral spirituality, many Africans raised in Christianity and Islam Islam, have a perception of African religion from the perspective of the revealed religions, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, so forth. Thus, they think they can find the notion of Messiah, hero, or prophet in ancestral thought and sometimes assign this role to Alcer. You know who Alcer is. Alcer is the god of Kemet. Alcer is not the main god. The main god is Amon. Amon-Ra. Ser, Alcer is the man god. Alcer and Alcet, his wife, and their son, Heru. Thus, they think they can find the notion of Messiah or hero or prophet in ancestral thought and sometimes assign this role to Aser or his equivalents all over the continent. Osoro, Alwan, Nebo, Oludumare. <laughs> in reality, this concept of Messiah does not exist in the African tradition. A Messiah or prophet is an ordinary person who performs positive and extraordinary acts in difficult circumstances. Let me repeat, a messiah or prophet is an ordinary person who performs positive and extraordinary acts in difficult circumstances. It only occurs under the abnormal or problematic conditions and therefore never occurs in a situation where everything is fine. The messiah or prophet does good, saves others, and helps them by his actions or by the actions he takes. The hero, the Messiah, or the prophet reminds those around him of the moral values and the path they must follow. The hero, the Messiah, or the prophet is not an individualist and a selfish person who thinks only of himself since he takes actions and acts for the good of all which around him and no one does. The notion of a messiah 
for profit in the sense that we generally understand it does not exist in African culture, tradition, and spirituality. Let me repeat. The notion of a Messiah or prophet in the sense that we generally understand it does not exist in African culture, tradition, or spirituality. Why is that the case? Well, that's because the original African societies and organizations are not based on the principle of individualism but on community. Since African societies are governed by the community principle, the individual outside the group is nothing. The collective takes the precedence over the individual. If this is the case, it means in the minds of our ancestors that no single individual has and cannot have the responsibility to act individually for the good of all as a messiah or a prophet would do. Therefore, in African thought, the good deeds of the prophet or messiah are deeds that everyone should do. Doing good, acting good, etc. The same is true of the good principles preached by the prophet messiah. Principles that everyone learns and receives during their initiation into the community. They got the picture of Ubuntu. I am because we are, because we are, therefore I am. That's the picture of all the children whose feet are together in a circle. So you adjust yourself no matter how small or how tall. In, the, in, the, in, the, in this initiation, during the initiation, everyone learns about community principles. Everyone learns their role, place, and function. Therefore, at the end of their initiation, these children will not need anyone to come and teach them what to do or how to walk, etc., or how to live. They know because they are being instructed. In African spirituality with the initiation, everyone knows his or her place and the divine laws to be respected, the principles and the laws of ma'at, truth, justice, righteousness, harmony, reciprocity, order, the laws of ma'at, which are the things to follow and respect, since through initiation, everyone knows what to do, and there is no one, and there's no need for a prophet, messiah, or a savior to follow you. Aser is not a messiah, nor a prophet, or a savior. Aser was the first to follow the laws of Ma'at. The only thing to follow. The only thing to follow. It is therefore, thanks to Ma'at, that he has the status of the first guide, the first divine ancestor. That is why Aser brings in the titles that characterize him. Neb Ma'at, master of Ma'at. Like I'll say, we are all called to follow and apply the laws of Ma'at, not person, not Messiah or prophets. It is our own actions that we do in accordance with the divine laws inscribed in us by nature, which allows us to access happiness and not the message or actions of a Messiah or a prophet. A highly spiritually qualified person is thus seen as a guide or elder who can be 
overtaken if he or she, if his or her followers acquire more knowledge in the practice of good. In no way is this person considered a, uh, a messiah. Prophets and messiahs only appear in individualistic cultural cradles. Only appear in individual in individualistic cultural cradles in places where evil reign in mass. That's why the prophets try to preach good to the people to bring them back to good. Messiahs appear in places where people were losing their bearings and didn't know what to do. In short, the prophets only appear in places where there was no ma'at. There was no truth, no justice, no order, no harmony. Precisely in order to bring the principles derived from ma'at. Africans Therefore, do not expect any Messiah or prophet to come and save you from anything or to solve your problem. What we, what you must do is unite. What you must do is unite operation on the principles of community and practice ma'at. That's it, family. And no more. That's it. That's what you must do. Practice my art. Man. Let's get back to the phone. Uh, three, three, four, three, three, four. Good afternoon. Three, three, four. Okay, Brother Russ. 202, 202. Good afternoon. Okay. Hey, yes, Brother Lust, how Brother you doing? O- yes, sir, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, I had, I had my mute on. Um, it looks like you were uh, answering the question that I wanted to uh, pose for today. Okay. In that, do we realize what it means to be without culture? Do we know what kind of, of damages that come about when we no longer have a culture at all or practice a culture? And so I know that, that especially in this day and age, it's capitalism and materialism and, and, and imperialism and, and everything's just kind of gone completely out of whack. You kind of wonder, does one really realize what happens to a people when they no longer have a culture at all? Right. right? When and, you... so, and if possible, is there a way? To, and, and I think that's what you were mentioning about we have to unite. So that was the other part of the question. Mm-hmm. What is it that we need to do to um, kind of turn this around, right? right, right. So I caught the half of the question that I'm asking. But with regards to do we really understand what it means to be without culture? What have we evolved into as a people in today's society? Well, because we're in an alien culture, this is not ours. And this culture perpetuates individualism, materialism, greed, and violence. And, of course, we act in that matter because that's, that's what it is. That's what it's about. And, in fact, uh, your desire to get all that you want, you would be even willing to kill. You've known that some children have killed their parents so they can get insurance. You know, they can, get mm. the, they can inherit or whatever it is. Uh, that that they're supposed to be getting when they get 18 or 21 or whatever the case may be. 
because of uh -huh. greed, you know, and of course the violent nature within the within this European culture, you know, and it's a detriment to us. It is a it's a, it's a detriment to us in all areas of, of just like racism is in 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 all areas of human activity as far as Europeans are concerned. The negative effect of that is all in us in those same activities because okay. these things are more profound in us than anybody else when you look at housing, health care, education, you know, so forth and so on, you know. And, of course, the, the theology that has been imposed on us makes us act and behave, at the, you know, the way that we do. And so I just read to you that there is no savior. There is no Messiah in African tradition. Because why? Because all the people were initiated into the concepts of what it means to do good. Okay. To, to practice my okay. art. To be upright. To be honest. To be forthcoming. See? And so, but in this society, you know, um, if you can get away with doing some devilish stuff, just like Trump was saying about his taxes, you know, if I can cheat on them, then, you know, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm being smart, you know. And, of course, he's yeah. a terrible example because he's a habitual liar, you know. So, but, you know, that's the problem that we are experiencing. You're right. What does it mean for us to understand who we are culturally, who we are historically? What does it mean? And if we embraced that and understood that, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in. We wouldn't behave the way that we do. In fact, no matter where we are, whatever we are in the diaspora and wherever we are on the continent, we would function together. We would function in some uh, uh, kind of mutual understanding and respect for one another in our spirituality and our physical beings, and we would work together. Gotcha. See. Thank you so very much. No, no, you got Thank it, you, brother. brother. You got yeah. it, brother Lust. I appreciate you. Me. Have a good weekend. Yes, sir. And I'm always continuing to listening and learning. Right on, brother. From we all are. Peace and blessings. Peace, brother. We all are. All right. 470-470. Good afternoon. Hi, this is Mama Debantu on another phone. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, Mama Debantu. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm try I'm frustrated because I dropped my other phone in the bathtub in the water and it's soaking wet. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> well, I mean, have you tried to have you tried to put the phone in the bag of rice? You tried that? It's in it. It's in it now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's hope it. Let's hope it works. I mean, you know, it's worth a try. I, I think working so I can see the water beginning to drain out. So okay. I, cool. And I hope that it drains off effectively and that so, your phone can still function. You can still call, yeah. make calls, receive so make calls. Sure, make sure you put this number in your contact. I sure will. I, I'm going to yeah. do that now. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make know, sure I write it down. Culture, mm -hmm. um, back in the 60s when I started celebrating Kwanzaa, I think it was 60. Mm -hmm. 59, mm -hmm. um, we felt, and I just got back from Ghana, and I got introduced to Kwanzaa right after I got back, mm -hmm. um, that it was a way to introduce some kind of culture, African culture, right. to our people right. at the beginning. 
even if they weren't into the history all that, I said, at least we can agree on these seven universal principles that may be called by uh, names from Kiswahili, but when you explain to them in English, it's not too many people that disagree with those universal principles. Right. And how, how much is needed in our culture to sort of bring things back to where we were. But I always saw that as, as the beginning. Mm-hmm. And as far as lose the culture, you're taking on somebody else's culture, and you sort of uh, referred to that in a way in the last statement, that, you know, we, we're in a culture that's detrimental to us as a people. Yes. And so we re-actinize our people to understand that they're living in a, a culture that does not does not benefit them. And so there's some work that needs to be done. And of course, I'm always into education. You start with them babies, you know, mm-hmm. to get them right. into the, their culture and songs and rhythm. And, you know, that's how you teach, you know, students at the young age, all the way up, you know, because yeah. that's how they, but see, they teach but, on the. But you see how yeah. they entrap you here in this culture. This is a. This is a evil, devious culture. It's so, you know, the, all the entrapments, the, 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 the cartoons, the imagery, the animation, the Disney, this, that, and the other. So they, you know, captivating you Christmas. You know, some of us know yeah. Christmas ain't about shit, but oh, my baby got to have a Christmas, you know. <laughs> no, she don't. Oh, no, he don't. Have <laughs> you have to have the Halloween, like Halloween is coming up now. I used to always, before Halloween, I would have the kids uh, get involved with their own ancestors, just like their own ancestors, and talk about them, and not get into this demonic kind of um, creatures that they mm-hmm. walk around on the 31st of October. Right. It's coming up now, so we need to prepare our children. So it now was hard, but So I didn't understand you, Mama Nabantu. Say that again about... What, uh, the 31st of, no, of October of next year. Uh, next next uh, year. This, next month, excuse this, me. Yeah, this this is coming up in terms of um, having our children dressed up as their ancestors rather than these dynamic oh. characters. That okay. On the okay. You know, and mm. it's education, you know, because for me, yeah. um, when I ran my school, there was no such thing as Halloween being celebrated, no Easter, no Christmas. None of that. But I would explain to the parents. I wouldn't just say we're not celebrating, but I would give them two or three sheets of paper of history about each one of those right. holidays and how that benefited us. It never was for us. Mm-hmm. And have children dress up in, in their own ancestors and uh, and be able to do the who am I kind of games and yeah. talk about who, who they were back in the day, who we are. So, yeah, it's education and it's the you know, re-Africanizing our people and Still pushing in Guza Saba as yes. much as we can. That's the bottom line, then Guza Saba and Ma'at. We have what we need. We practice those things. You know, we're ready to go. We're ready to love. We're ready to respect. We're ready to pull things together and control our destiny. We're ready to go back to Africa and control our land and to build and to work with one another. That's the bottom line. You know, I, you know when I said at the uh, when I went to the conference, you know, and I push this. I do. I'm sorry, because I, I believe it's the only, it's the only way. We must have a Pan African Federalist movement, and we have it. But what that movement talks about, and what it instills, is the fact that we must control Africa. 
And so I said at the conference, we got to go home. The fight is not here. You know, some of you might think that, well, we can try to get it together here. Uh, No, you won't. This is theirs, not ours. This is theirs. And believe me, we are outnumbered and outgunned here. You know? And I know that the brothers and sisters in the Geronimo Pratt Gun Club, and, and I, I respect that, and I love that, just like uh, the, uh, the brother, uh, Brother Jay, who was the commander of the uh, No Fucking Around group, whatever it was called. Remember that? When they were marching, yeah. they marched here and other places. Yeah. And, of course, he got imprisoned on some BS, but that's how that goes. That's what they'll do. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't... They don't want any challenge to their authority. They don't mm-hmm. want any challenge to what they're bringing. And they just want you to embrace that, to try your best to, mm-hmm. you know, get as much capital as you can, as much materialism that you can, much goods, be immersed in it, get your education. Oh, you went to Harvard? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're more valued. See? And so from a cultural and keep us down. Because mm-hmm. this this culture is not ours. And we oh, keep trying is. to get into it. We try to make it. That's why I, I love Baba Barudi and read the Inyasa Sim. And, and, and of course, identity, which is uh, has peace on culture, you know, has 10 things about what culture is about. You know, I'll, I'll probably right. read those. Uh, won't take that long, you know. So, okay, Mama Nabantu, appreciate did, did you. Did you make my announcement today? Huh? Did you uh, do the announcement that I gave you today? I'm just, I'm just getting in. The announcement about Cop City to cruise in Africa. Oh yeah, I mean, let me, let me, let me go there. Cause I, cause I didn't do that. Let me, let me go there. Okay. Uh, I know where those are. We have, we have a date now. We have a date for November 7th. We're still looking for a venue, but the date is we want people to clock it in on their calendar. Mm-hmm. And we already got uh, some of the panelists, like Dr. Uwa is going to be on that panel, and one of the leaders of Cop City is going to be on the panel as okay. well. The challenge to Cop City. Uh, mm-hmm. I can resend it. Okay. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Collard Green Festival, okay, at the Promised mm-hmm. Land. That's going to be on Saturday, October 7th. That's coming mm-hmm. up, family, featuring the Black Sustainability Summit, which will also be at the uh, MBWSM on the 6th It'll be and at 8th. New Wall Street on Saturday. It'll be at the Collard Green Festival. I'm oh, sorry. New Black Wall Street on right. Friday. Right. Saturday. Virgin with the with the Collagen Festival. And so, Sunday. so the Black Standability uh, globally, that'll be at the uh, the New Black Wall Street. That's on Friday. That's on Friday. Saturday, okay. They'll be with us with the Collagen Festival. All kinds of workshops okay. dealing with uh, waste, uh, zero waste um, events. That's what we. Have. Okay. Then of course it's the Metro. Like mm-hmm. Low energy and you know getting off the grid, all that good stuff. Yeah. 
the Metro well, Pan-African Federalist Movement Town Hall theme is a cop city to coups in Africa. What is the connection? The coup d'etats. What's the connection between cop city and the coups? They to be announcing. You said you have a date and a place. That's going to be when? November 11th. November 11th. And where? We, we're still working on the venue. Oh, I'll okay. Okay. And then uh, the veggie taste this Sunday at Morris Brown. Morris Brown, Morris Brown got their uh, accreditation back. Oh, that brother of Brown is a genius. Huh? He, the brother that's now uh, the president of Morris Brown, uh-huh. is a genius. Oh, is that right? He's a young, he young came brother? in there. He owed the church, some church, $5 million. He said, I tell you what, we don't have $5 million, but um, we will give, um, make sure that every single student uh, that comes to Morris Brown from your church will get free tuition. Outstanding, yes. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. So they they agreed to that so that um, they don't have to pay $5 million as mm-hmm. long as those kids that are coming from there get free tuition four years. Okay. And other things. He's got some remarkable mm-hmm. things there. And of course, uh, the South African Women's Dance Troupe, Nubantu, is coming to the Spidey Hall on uh, Friday, October 13th. Friday, yes. October 13th. Yep. Yeah, I got a group on and got a couple of African Center schools that are going. So it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be great. I see the trailer, too. Yeah. So uh, at 11 a.m. for youth on that day, and then yes. and then and then the evening session at 7:30 for the general audience. Right. How much? How much? How much is it? Do you know? Yeah, originally it was fifty dollars. I called and I said, "Can we get group price?" So they took twenty percent. Well, you broke up on me. What did you say? I said the regular price was fifty dollars, and I called the box office and asked them, "Could we get group?" And they said, okay, we'll get back to you. And then they came back with 20% off $40. If you're a teacher, it's $32. Even if you're a retired teacher, you would pay $32. Right if you go on. with the youth, more than $5. Okay. Outstanding. It's only a, yeah, it's only an hour in the morning, but evening would be the full show. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Mama Nabantu, appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. right. Yes, Mama Nabantu and the Collard Green Festival coming up, family. That's right. The Collard Green Festival. All right. 202, 202. Good afternoon. Yes, sir. Hey, my brother. How are you, brother? I'm doing well, man. What's happening? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm always going to be on my, my, my case, man. And that is to say that we have got to develop a way where we can make private communications with each other. A reality, these people, yeah. as you know, as you know, have already devised a system where when you're using any of their appliances, I mean, they even got refrigerators now. They have microphones at them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how desperate they are, Oshie. They even mm-hmm. have household appliances with speakers and microphones in yeah. them. And we don't know it. I should say that people are not aware of Right, they they're not aware, right. But these, these are all appliances that are contribute to their gathering of our personal information. And this is not a recent thing. This is something that's been going on for at least 20 years. 
So that's that. That's kind of like the the chessboard that we're playing. We got all our pieces are gone, and we got maybe two pawns, and they got a whole. Uh, <laughs> they got arsenal. the rooks. They got the bishops. They got the queen. Yeah, they got they got some pawns that have been turned into queens and yeah. all kinds of shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> and we still thinking that you know knowing that the that the, the Egyptians were black is going to help us, and it's not. It's a good thing to know. Yeah. But a child born today. If he's or she is given the right instruction, they can follow the proper path to regenerating our society. We don't need to be a part. These people are devils. Elijah Muhammad said, I mean, if yeah. a person understands what a devil is, you know, uh, among living creatures, mm -hmm. you know, right. creatures that are, 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 are distant from their origin are ostracized. They're not put in an elevated position. They're not respected. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like the albinos, for instance, are not, they're not, they're not mesmerizing the population. They're ostracized. And I'm saying that we have learned so much, Oshi, and I know you know this. We've learned so much about what white folks do to us that we neglect what we have the capability of doing to them. We don't pursue those kinds of things. Right. Well, you're, you're, we can't. Right. You're, oh. you're not supposed to. You know, that's just like. Uh, in our education, we never learned about anybody who rebelled, anybody who resisted, anybody who fought back. You learned about yeah. compromising individuals. You learned about those who wanted to go along to get along and so forth. You know, yeah. you know, we didn't and that's how that's how most people. You're right. That's how most. And that's sad to say that is how most people are. They try to devise ways where they can go along and get along mm -hmm. and put some other tent to it. To say, well, this is uh, the new African way. I'm just using the word African mm -hmm. as a metaphor. But I I'm not saying that uh, we shouldn't uh, pursue things that are part of our reality. I'm saying that we need to be like animals do. Use what's in what is already here to yeah. our advantage. You know, you don't see animals uh, going to 7-Eleven. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cats and dogs, they don't, they don't try to get a Mercedes. They make sure that their children are going to grow up to be able to be independent of their mother and their father. Mm -hmm. And that's the opposite of what we do, man. We don't, we don't, we don't look at the future. We spend so, in my opinion, we spend so much time on the past. It's like somebody who's sitting on the corner drinking a, maybe a, 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 a good drink and talking about, man, I lost a hundred million dollars over my life. Mm. But yeah. they don't know what the hell they're going to do next week. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and that's, that's how I see us, Oshi. I mean, we, it's mm -hmm. wonderful to know that the Egyptians built them pyramids. It's wonderful to know that the Sumerians, yeah. prob yeah. probably even from another planet, it's wonderful to know that those things occurred. But we can't do a damn thing to change any of that. The only offensive uh, weapon we have is ourselves and our nature and our vision for the future. That's one thing, Oshi, that white folks have an advantage of us. They are a hundred years ahead of where they are right now in their in their life. In, let me put it this way: it's not a lifestyle, but in their pursuits, they are fifty to a hundred years ahead of where we are right now. Which is not to say we can't catch up and surpass them, because you can you can turn them pawns into queens if you know how to That's do right. it in my chessboard now. Yeah. But I'm saying, man, you know, if we spend all this time talking about how great people were four thousand years ago, we just kind of we're kind of wasting our opportunities. 
because they don't affect what is happening now. We, you, Oshi, you and I, and Brother Irv, we affect what's happening in the future. You know, we got to put aside, in my opinion, again, we have to put aside this adoration of what has happened and deal with what is possible to happen. And I got, I'm, I'm going to end with this. I'm saying one of the grandest things that I think we can do is if we could develop a, 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 a an agenda where we get black people to realize, look, we are not going to do nothing for y'all this day. Nothing. Nothing. Don't go to work. Don't buy no gas. Don't do nothing. Fire out the window. Whatever you got to do. Just to show that we have unity. Man, that would yeah. put us in. Yeah. With that and that's like what we it, need. That'd be, turning one of, yeah. that'd be turning one of them pawns into a queen. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Because once we realize what we are capable of yeah. and that we can shut this place down with the proper discipline, and it don't have to be everybody, but it needs to be the people who think that way. Right. It would be wonderful for everybody. Right. I mean, it would happen almost overnight. But you know, but no, you know, like I said, the study, we're not going to get that. We're not going to get that because of where we are here in this country and how you know how how the thinking is or how you've been uh, uh, imposed upon in your thinking to, to think individualistically. You know, you don't definitely don't think collectively. You definitely don't think culturally. You definitely don't think yes. African. But for those yes. that did, yes, I agree with you. If we did that and we came together and said we ain't going to do this, and, and let's just say it was. 20% of us, oh, hundreds, of, hundreds of thousands of us. Yeah. Yeah. Impact. That'd be like having, that'd mm-hmm. be like having three queens on the board. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That, I'm serious. But look, mm-hmm. I'm not going to hold you, brother. I, appreciate, okay. I want you to know, I really appreciate and look forward to, you know, whatever subjects you bring up are germane, important, and we need to pursue these things. Right on, Thank brother. Thank you again, brother. Have a good weekend. All right. All right, Rick. I will. Uh, let me catch... Marcus. Greetings, greetings, brother Oshie. How you doing, my brother? I'm doing, my brother. I'm doing. You know, your history, you know, your history is important. Yes. Because your history is here with you. And you can use your history as a tool to to elevate your thought your thought process, to yes. elevate your self worth about yourself because that's why they took our history away. Right. You know? Exactly. Removed our history because they said if we take these people history from them, say so, I mean, you you were nothing. You didn't accomplish nothing. You mm-hmm. know, then you have you have no nothing to latch on to. So history is important. Very. It's like I hear brother um, Richard said this one time, and it was such a profound statement. It's like he said, "Look, you're driving a car, right? And you go, you're moving forward, but you are using the rear view mirror to help you project yourself forward. Mm. Because if you don't have that rear view mirror, you're gonna crash. Mm. You're gonna somebody gonna rear in you or <laughs> something, mm. Mm. you know." So you need your history. Your history is important. Yes, I understand that some of our people are stuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, but yes. it's still it, it it it's a form of projection. And I do. You see, 
white people thing on the decline, you know. Their thing is on the decline. The white folks ain't as powerful as they were, uh, you know, 200 years ago. You know what I'm saying? They are on the decline. And it's, all you got to do is look at what's taking place in the society now. Look at what's happening in, in this society. Look at what's happening in Europe with them. Yes. You see, they get ready to... Exactly. To, to, they may fire a nuclear weapon. <laughs> you see? I, I wouldn't... Hey, Marcus, I wouldn't put anything past these people to do whatever they felt was necessary for them to do to maintain the position of dominance and control that they achieved for themselves. Yes. I wouldn't put a damn exactly. thing past them. Yeah, because yeah. they are ready to say, you know what? I, I, they blow up the whole thing instead That's of, right. instead of, you know what I'm saying? Say yep. sheer power, you know? Yep. But even they blow it up. They still, they still, you know, they are on the decline. Their society is on the decline. What we have to do, old time people have a saying, they said, if your hand is in the lion mode, take your time and pull it out. <laughs> and that's what we got to do. That's we got to right. slowly pull out from these people because this thing is getting ready to crash. Yeah. Now, you see, next year, next year is going to be a physical year, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next year, because all they talk about Trump doing this and Trump doing that, they can't send Trump to jail. Because the, the guy have to have secret service protection. You're going to put him in prison and have secret service in there with him. Come on, let's be for real. But fireworks going to spark because if he win this election and they don't give it to him, you're going to see some sparks here in America. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. So you better prepare yourself. But next year, next year, That's <laughs> right. <laughs> fireworks getting ready to jump off because he ain't because slowing down. No, he's not. He's not. But, he ain't slowing down. I'll say down. this though: he's he 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 has been incriminating himself from day one, and I don't see when these proceedings begin to happen next year that he can find a way to still run for president. You know. After all oh, that he has done. So I don't let's see it, but see, we'll bro. see. Let's see, though. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Because it's the same criminals, you know. They are criminals together, you know. Yeah. They are criminals together. Mm-hmm. You see? So it's one group of criminals over here and another group of criminals over there. <laughs> they are criminals together. That's so, right. Let us see what's going to happen. But I would tell black people here in America, prepare. Prepare yourself because it's going to be some fireworks. I hear you, brother. Hear you, brother. All right, brother care. Marcus. Thank you, my brother. Brother Paul. Oh, correct. Brother Paul. Good afternoon, Baba Oshi. How are you? I am doing well, my brother. How are you? Well, I'm living and uh, everything's good and progressing. And uh, I'm certainly learning each day and uh, make time to tune into your wonderful platform and uh, just get some sanity back. <laughs> so everything's great. Good. But, um, Baba Oshi, um, you were talking about integration. It's the thing I've heard you mention uh, quite a few times before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I think about it and I, I have a slightly different view than. Um, some of the contributors. Okay. I think, per- 
but my observations personally, I think um, us as so-called black people on the planet, whether you're African-American, you're from the Caribbean or Africa, I think the majority of us are integrated. And um, uh, despite what we want, we, we, uh, we, what we're saying, we are integrated. We're integrated because, um, like for us who, who, who were taken out of Africa, we don't have our own language, so we speak English. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, when, when you were explaining, you said, um, you know, we're, we're integrated in Euro- European ways. But I, I live in Europe, right? And um, I've said it before, and this is just my observation. I don't think there's any such thing really as European. All the time I grew I never heard one white man I knew coming from where I grew up describe himself as a European. I just never heard that. The only first time I heard that was when I came to America. And then when I, when I looked into this thing, um, look why, why they don't call themselves Europeans. Mm-hmm. It, it, to me, it, it came about in the, the, that Bretton Woods um, stuff. Okay. Because what America, what America was trying to do is create this idea of one unit called European. So then I realized, um, and, what, and why were they trying to create it? Because they want to centralize everything. They want to create one, yes. Um, yes. One, one currency, give the idea, this idea that they're so strong. And, we've, and because we've been indoctrinated by them, I stroke educated by them, we actually think that's real. We actually think this place called Europe is real. That's just a miscreation. Um, they see themselves by their tribe, like um, the Scottish tribe or the English tribe or the Welsh tribe or, or the, uh, or the German, German tribe or the French tribe. That's how they really see themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my experience anyway. Uh, more so in the country where I was born, England. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really see themselves as, I mean, where I live, as English, not Scottish, not Welsh or anything else. Not They're not English, Scottish, not okay. European. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... But so, see, but see what, but, but see what, uh, what they did is just as I, just as I explained uh, earlier about what Caucasians in their awakening in their so-called Renaissance, they realized that we got to band together. We war amongst ourselves, yeah. but damn it, we got to come together on those who are outside of us, because we are the minority in the world, in the world, and we must take an advantage. We must dominate them. We must come in, and 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 this is not integration. I, I don't believe. I I still believe it is assimilation. We're forced assimilation into theirs because what true integration is is that I have what I have, and 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 all the gifts that I have. You have what you have, all the gifts that you have, and we come together, and we respect each other's gifts, and we move forward in that way. That. To the to the Europeans, we didn't have anything to integrate with, and so they just imposed their culture on us. Is what they have done, and that's what they have done globally. They imposed their culture. Some places it took root; other places, most places, it did not. You know, because the people knew who they were, like in India. You know. I remember watching. You ever watch this movie called Gunga Den? With, uh, no. Yeah, it's basically Gunga Den is is uh, with. <clears throat> it's basically a movie where Gunga Den is, is like a Uncle Tom. Gunga, Gunga Den sided with the British against the against the Indians in their uprising. See, it's, it's just like other people who assist 
the Caucasian, whoever they are, British, French, French, you know, German, whatever, in subduing or getting over on another people, to taking their land, their resources, and so forth, you know. Yeah. And and so that's what it is. Go ahead. So, so uh, you said something there which is interesting. It's, it's a, a, a assimilation, then you said integration, right? Uh-huh. So, in- integration, because, you know, words, words are, despite the meanings of words, yes. they're, they're subject to interpretation, yeah? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we, we interpret things differently. So when you talk about integration, what, 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 just, just briefly specify what you mean by that. Okay, so say, for instance, I have a, a certain talents that I have, you know, yeah. and, and uh, here you have, you have certain talents that you have, and hmm. what we would do is come together and maybe because of the talents that I have, and the talents that you have will make a good society, make a good business, make it good because we both bringing something to the table. We're integrating. And so I had this one company, but I, I came with you. You had, in fact, you were stronger in the integration mm-hmm. process, but we integrated my company and your company. Now we have a bigger company. Yeah. But but I'm respected. I'm not demeaned. I'm not degraded. I'm not belittled. My contribution is is just as strong as yours to make what we have together work well. You see. Yeah. And, 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 and and I'm advised and I and, and, and you're advised, we advise each other, you know. Yeah. You see, it's that that's that's so interesting to me because mm-hmm. the the reality I, I see it slightly different, um, okay. because, uh, especially when it, when, it, when it comes to, like for instance, when I think about integration, I think about um, uh, um, um, Martin Luther King. He, he says mm-hmm. that he's integrated us into a burning house. Right. Okay? So therefore, what, what I'm saying to you is that the relationship, um, doesn't matter if you're stronger or weaker, you've been put together for obviously a reason. That reason because that could that reason could uh, just because you're 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 the weaker capacity, meaning that you're the labor class, you're the poorer class, where you're just put here to carry out the labor or the menial task. Yeah, like the relationship we as Africans have with Europeans mm-hmm. is is labor, is labor. Yeah, that's the real. You know what I mean? And that that was born out of them coming with the gun and being in a stronger position. Exactly. That forged that that. Right, so that pulls that. So for them, for them, I'm just assuming their integration is based on not, you're going to be the, the subjective. In right. So, so then it's union. not a really an integration. Say, it's a forced assimilation. Yeah, you're. Co- I want yeah, you to yeah, come yeah. into my society. I want you to come into whatever I have, based upon what I dictate. You ain't got but, but no say. Is, you see. But the thing is, yeah. Uh, uh, t- playing devil's advocate, um, Baba Oti. Okay. And looking at their their psyche, their psychopathic psyche, for them, that's integration. For okay. us, you, like you say, I absolutely agree with you. But for okay. Integration. I'm always going to be dominant over you. I'm always going to rule over you. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is, right, the problem I have is sometimes 
we don't, well, I'm not saying we, some of us don't see things as it is. That's, for them, that psyche and mentality is never going to change. Never. Mm. It's never going to change. They're always going to see themselves as the dominant. That's their integration. That's their assimilation. Is They are always going to be dominant, right? So the only ones who can change that mm. is not them. It's us. We can only change that. Right. We're the only ones. And the only way we're going to change that is by overthrowing that. That's mm-hmm. the only way. And, and I don't think we, we're ready to accept that. The only way we are going to um, change that dynamic is by overthrowing yeah. it. We, whether we overthrow it financially, whether we overthrow it socially, whether we overthrow it physically. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. And sometimes, Baba Ochi, some, when I listen to some of the commentators, I don't think they have that in their head. They have all sorts of... Uh, uh, um, ideas of how we're going to achieve it, but the reality of it, they're never going to change. Right. Never going to change that 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 idea that they that, that the uh, only integration. Right, and see, and, and, and see, my contention is, brother Paul, is I'm not. I could give less than a rat's ass if I can change that. I want to change me. I want to change me yep. to a, a a thinking African being that I love myself and yep. I love who I am. I love my people. And I'm willing to work hard and make sacrifices to bring us together to control what we can control. Because I recognize it's it's fruitless to try to change this European mindset, to try to, you know, change Caucasians from being and acting the way that they do and how they do. It's, it, you know, it's not going to happen. So anyways, Brother Paul, let's just hold on. Go ahead. I, I absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree that the only way uh, that it's going to change is when you change you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So let me let me let me take some other calls. I got a couple more okay. folks on the line. Thanks, brother Paul. Uh, Thanks, six six four six six four six. Good afternoon. Six four six. Hey yo. Hey. What's, Ochi, up? what's happening, brother? How you doing, Jay? Oh, man, I can't call it. Listen, the reality is integration ain't done nothing for black people. If anything, it's done more harm than good. Because when we were separated from these devils, we were doing more to develop ourselves than when we integrated into this madness. If you take the percentages of black-owned businesses during our separation to black-owned businesses in our integration, it's a whole different story. Now, there's been improvements on certain levels, but on the whole, one would say it hasn't been good for us. Well, you know, I don't use the term integration. I use the term forced assimilation because... Once again, using, whatever term you do, right? Exactly. The, but the the bottom line is force integration, assimilation, force assimilation, yeah. force ba ba boo 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 boo. <laughs> the reality is the lives of black people isn't getting any better. No, no it's and been the diminished. Is, mm-hmm. The real reality is that the country isn't getting any better because of the sickness 
are these white folks. Yeah. Anytime you have yeah. a situation where you could allow a complete narcissistic idiot right. to lead you to your demise, then yeah. you know you really yeah. effed up. And yeah, unfortunately, are. I know your time is up. Yeah. That's where we head as a country to object failure. Yeah. And it's sad. It it's is. really sad. Based it is what on it is. what? Racism and greed. Yeah. It is what it is. All right, my brother. That, I love that statement. It is what it is. <laughs> yep. Do what it do. do As what they that. say, let it do what it do. <laughs> All right, Jay. Appreciate you, man. Have a good week. Appreciate weekend. you. All right. Brothers and sisters, the clock on the wall, you know. And my sister, Habi, I'm sorry, dear, but, you know. Hold on. Let me just get you in here. Sister, sister Habia. Hello, 404. Oh, been having technical difficulties. I can show and and, and Sante started for the work you do in the beef of a hodier. Beef of a hodier, my dear. Yes. Yeah. All right. Or whatever. <laughs> and you know what? I just wanted to thank you, Baba Oshi. You know, from the women, we we just appreciate all the beautiful, powerful black sis, women sisters that you've been coming on and how you elevate us. Yes. And you know, yes. send out the love. So we just appreciate that. Send the, the love back out. All the you well, know. Thank you. It's, it's no, awesome. no doubt. No doubt. We're in this together, okay. dear. We're in this together, okay? We are in this together. That's we, right. You know, we appreciate the brothers appreciating us and loving us, too, and we're loving y'all back. Right on. Thank you, dear. Peace. For Beef of the Hodier. Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind, but not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and they sure the hell, damn it, don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shem Hotel, that means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Abibi Fahodie, Abibi Fahodie means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe out there, family. Hope to see you on Monday.